another haunting production from your friends at Stereo.com. More than one man has been seduced by my potions, overcome by its power. Delicious, aromatic, and nutritious ale, or beer, as you mortals like to say. Still as popular today as it was at my trial for witchcraft. <laughs> beer, the true story of witches brew. There have been witches right alongside ale and beer for all of their shared history. But the pointy hat, the cats, flying broomsticks, and huge kettles or cauldrons of boiling potion, those images are the ones we will study. For thousands of years, since the Sumerian goddess Ninkasa taught the women, and only the women, the secrets of beer, it has been the world's most popular drink. In the Battle of Beverages, the all-time undefeated and undisputed champion is beer. Porters, pilsners, lagers, ales, and stouts. All of these are part of the family of drinks we call beer. From the bars and pubs to sporting events and private parties, beer is the number one drink. In the Dark Ages, between the years 500 A.D. and 1500 A.D., most ladies knew how to brew some ale. If they didn't do it themselves and in their own home, they would be helping an alewife or a brewster who would often live right next door. Because no matter who you live next to, one of the two of you would be brewing beer. About half of all households were brewsters. Villages in the Dark Ages shared everything. Most families didn't have an oven, so wood-fired ovens would be shared by several families. The floor of the oven would be marked with cuts to tell whose meat or bread was roasting in that section. So what we're talking about is community and how right now in our community what we use you for is the pizza. Mm -hmm. But there was a time when an oven like that, four or five other people would go, I'm not getting an oven, Jason's got an oven. That's right. So we'd bring our roast or our bread right. and you'd let us throw it in for a, a fee or some barter we could use your oven and that's the reason for the the markings on the why people put the cuts and then two lines or three lines they knew how to distinguish which you mean in the in like the, the floor of it or yeah so in, in each so when somebody brought over uh 10 loaves of of dough yeah to, to load in the oven uh one family would say do one cut and then the other family would ah. do two cuts and then another one do two cuts with a slice and so those are sections of the oven that and they could distinguish which family had so they knew who was in where that's right you could bake bread or roast meat every day but it takes weeks for beer to ferment so you had to plan ahead production was a constant job which the village shared across many households in a village with a hundred families the 50 or more brewsters would be needed to produce an average of nine gallons of ale per family per week after the Black Death, my husband and two little ones died. I didn't mean to start a public house. I just made some soup, and people came. My husband had just bought me a new kettle, and I had lots of grain. Two young girls who had lost their family started to stay with me, and I taught them how to cook. And then a widow started helping me with the ale. Soon people started to come in the evenings. 
We would all gather at my house to eat and drink the ale. That was about ten years ago. You couldn't count on a particular alewife or brewster having ale ready for you to drink, so to tell you at a glance that they had ale ready in their home, she would signal you with an ale stick or a broom. Often with a hole drilled right above her door, the alewife or brewster would put her ale stick or broom in the hole above her door, which creates an illusion that the broom is flying. As you entered the cottage, you would often likely encounter cats. These animals kept mice and rats from eating all of the grain required to make continuous batches of ale. A three- or four-gallon kettle of water will need a quantity of grain equal to a small pillowcase. Looking at the kettle or cauldron, we'll see a lady, or several, taking turns stirring the liquid, almost constantly, to prevent the sugars from burning onto the bottom of the kettle, or becoming bitter and ruining the beer. The famous pointy hats were called henin hats, and they were popular with everyone. But a wide-brim black pointy hat was one way to signal that you were a Brewster. It was in the middle 1300s when Florence, well, and the rest of Europe as well, suffered the bubonic plague. What the people then called the Black Death would kill over 100,000 people in Florence alone. Boccaccio, in his history called the Decameron, said this was the finest city in all of Italy, in the details of the life of people both before and after the attack of the plague. He talks about fathers ignoring their families, mothers ignoring their children, brothers and sisters ignoring each other as though they were never related, because contact with others could spread the disease. At the end of the pandemic, people wanted to get out again, to see other people, and they really needed a good buzz. They needed something safe to drink, and beer was the answer. Yeast, which makes beer ferment into alcohol, was not discovered until the 1800s. Many believed the intoxicating effects were simply magic. So we recommend you find a friend, perhaps even a witch, and get a buzz on with beer. Another haunting production from your friends at Stereo.com.